Hello everyone and welcome back to the Stagger Stance Podcast where I give my Stagger Stance on anything and everything, stand-up paddleboarding as well as personal and lifestyle. I'm in a silly goofy mood today, so today is going to be kind of chaotic, fun, and I'm going to talk about a topic that I am super excited to talk about and I also love to talk about it. You bring it up, you ask me, and I will give you my full history on this topic. Let's do a little life update. How have you guys been? Have you guys been committed to your New Year's resolutions? Are there any challenges that you've experienced with these resolutions, with these goals? Have you done something that you didn't think you could do? Or has life changed in a way you didn't expect? Are you thriving? Is everything going to plan? Let me know. What have I been doing? Oh my god, thank you so much for asking. (laughs) In my free time, I've been making these little friendship bracelets. I have extra string that I never use, so I've been making these little bracelets and it's super fun. I've also been trying to work out at least once a day, trying to go to the gym, kind of work on my strength and also my paddling, except the conditions have been so crazy for paddling. I can barely even stay on my board. It's so bad. It also doesn't help that I am new to my board. Uh, so, <laughs> but we're learning, we're catching waves, we're, we're, we're living the life, we're living the life. I've also been enjoying the fact that it's been cloudy recently, oh my goodness, it is so nice. Every once in a while you need a break from the sun that wants to try to melt you, and so these cloudy days have been great. I've also been kind of job searching, ooh. Uh, some things that I am interested in and I got a few odd jobs in the next few weeks so that'll be fun it'll keep me busy which is good but anyways I want to get into the topic of this episode which is growing up as a gringa in Mexico Uh, I love talking about this I always think that my past is super duper interesting and it's always just fun to talk about and bring up. I live in Mexico. I think that's uh, a given considering if you know me, you know that I live in Mexico. But you also may think that I do not look the part and that is correct. I am American. I'm from the United States. I was born in the United States but at six years old I moved here. My parents decided that they wanted a change. They wanted something new and they wanted my brother and I to grow up in a different place. And when we moved here I was immediately thrown into a Spanish only speaking kindergarten. So I had to learn pretty quick how to speak Spanish. Um, And then after that kindergarten, I was thrown into another school that was majority Spanish. And I went to that school for five years. And so all of my schooling has been in Spanish. And essentially everything outside of my house has been in Spanish. Inside my house, my parents speak English. uh, So I speak English to them. That also means that all the media that I consumed growing up was in English because, because I searched for English media. Uh, just because it was my first language. But everything outside of my house and my media consumption was in Spanish. My schooling, a majority of my friends, all of my after-school activities. And I honestly think it's really cool. I'm glad that I grew up uh, speaking two languages because now I can speak to the majority of the world and I think that's pretty rad. I'm going to talk about some of my experiences, all that stuff, but I'm also going to tie it into stand-up paddleboarding and talk about how it has helped me in the stand-up paddleboarding world because this podcast is about paddleboarding, so I have to tie it into paddleboarding in some way. And who knows, I might influence you to 
learn another language. I've already influenced a few other people to try to learn a new language. So maybe I'll influence you too, who knows? So I already talked about like the beginning of my life here in Mexico, growing up completely immersed in two different languages. And also that meant I was completely immersed in two different cultures from the American culture and the Mexican culture. Though the Mexican culture was more prominent because of school activities, because also because yeah, there's more, there's more, um, what is it called? Like traditions here in Mexico than there is in the United States. We got, we got, we got Day of the Flag. We got Day of the Constitution. We got Independence Day. We got Revolutions Day. We got Labor Day. We got Kids Day. We got Mother's Day. We got Father's Day. We got Day of the Dead. We got uh, King's Day, which actually just happened the 6th of January. It's almost like every other week we are celebrating a different holiday. So it's super fun. There's always different fun parades going around town depending on the holiday. Uh, when I did school here, I was part of those little little parades and I always thought it was so funny looking back at old pictures because when I came here um, and I went into the kindergarten I was actually supposed to be in first grade so I was a year older than everyone in my class so not only was I a year older but I was also a huerita a little blondie because my hair was like bleach blonde back then and also I was taller than everyone so there's like all these photos where I'm like a foot taller than everyone in my little group in the parade which I think is really funny but as I'm getting older I am more aware of like different things that have happened and how my thought process are a little bit differently as, uh, considering that I grew up in two different cultures and I also grew up in a completely different country from where I was born. A big thing is that I think at least there is a huge disconnect between me and Americans. Specifically when it comes to different cultures and all those things, it is hard to relate to Americans in the sense of how we how I grew up and our lifestyles and how things work because also I grew up in a third world country and they grew up in a first world country there's different social norms and so even though that I am a native English speaker I am from the United States I really have almost nothing in common with uh people from the United States. But as I'm growing up and I'm visiting the country a lot more, I do pick up on different things and all that stuff. But I remember when I was little, people would always be like, what do you prefer, like the United States or Mexico? And I'm like, I really don't remember anything for the United States. Uh, so Mexico, or it's like, what do you, do you prefer food? up there or do you prefer food down here and it's like well even if i did live in the united states i would prefer mexican food oh my god and it's also like oh well you're from there you should know these things like referring to certain topics and all that stuff and i'm like really dude <laughs> majority of my schooling was here in mexico so I really don't know much about the United States and how the schooling process goes in the United States. When I'm talking or interacting with people from the United States, there will always be what I believe is a disconnect. There's going to be a lack of relatability. There's going to be a lack of, I don't know, worldly information because majority of the people in the United States live on in a bubble. And this is not me like bashing the United States in any way, people that grew up there. Um, but people there grow up in a little bubble. So of course me growing up in a completely different country with norms and things that are done differently, there is going to be a disconnect, unfortunately. Though actually recently on my Europe trip, I went on this trip with only Americans. Everyone was from the United States. I was the only one that was coming from a different country. 
And I mentioned before that the majority of the media that I consumed was from the United States. I did have like Mexican media every once in a while, but majority was American. So it was really, really awesome and I don't know, fun. Like saying little references or like recent stuff that's happened and people actually know what I'm talking about. Like people that grew up here, I'd never be able to talk to them about like vines if that makes sense remember like the app vine that's not what they grew up with what it's what i grew up with i was never able to talk to people about it but when i was on my trip i could and it was so fun there's also different shows that people watched that no one really here watches but i watched and so it was fun it was really really nice additional to my europe trip i really think living in a different country in a more multicultural place has helped me with my traveling it helped me a lot specifically because i grew up in a very or i'm still in a very touristy town i constantly have to deal with tourists uh, whether that be good or bad and a lot of times they're chill they're cool but a lot of times a lot of other times they have absolutely no idea what they're doing they don't respect the place they are completely unaware it's almost like all of their self-awareness and like common sense it goes out the door when they come and visit here and it's annoying it is really annoying so when i was in my europe trip i made an effort to be extremely self-aware because i know what it feels like when tourists come to my home so when i was a tourist in somebody else's home i was very very aware of what i was doing i kept on thinking if i lived here how would i want a tourist to act and so that was always in the back of my head or in the back of my mind i should say and so i also like when i went to france i tried to learn a little bit of the language i tried to communicate in french even though i really wasn't good um i tried my best and i also didn't do things that i normally do here i know that i'm really good at maneuvering traffic here i'm good at going around cars especially because there's no sidewalks here but I know I'm smart enough to not do that in a country where I'm not super aware of people's driving habits. That was just one example, but in general, what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people that come here, they think that they can just do the exact same thing that they normally do in the United States or where they're from. And in turn, it causes a lot less harmony in how the town works. And on top of the fact that this is a considered a vacation location, they expect more from the place. When no, you're going to a random small surf town on the coast of Mexico, who is constantly being gentrified and also can't even handle the new hotels going in. So yeah, it smells a little bit like sewer because the town literally can't handle the new spots that are popping up. But yeah, it does stress me out that a lot of tourists kind of come here and think that they can do whatever they want or they think it's the same system as where they're from when it really isn't. So when I went to countries and I was new to the location, to the situation, to how the community worked, I was very, very self-aware of what I did so that I did not interfere with the harmony of the place. And as much as it is amazing living here, honestly, I could not imagine myself growing up somewhere else. It's definitely a double-edged sword. For example, um, I do not think I am American enough to be American or Mexican enough to be Mexican. I feel like I am in between cultures. I am not one or the other. And even though I do want to represent Mexico, 
uh, in paddleboarding, I still feel a sense of connection with the United States. But no matter what I do, I feel like I won't be American enough to relate to people from the United States. Um, and then I feel like I'm not Mexican enough to relate and be Mexican, I guess I should say. And that definitely comes from when I was little, uh, or when I was younger, I should say, like middle school. I was always told that no matter what I did, whether I was a permanent resident, whether I was a citizen, I will never actually be Mexican, just because of where I was born. And even now, every once in a while, when I don't know uh, something, or I mess up on a word, or something like that, it's always like, oh, like, it, you can tell you're not a Mexican. And it's like, okay, you can tell I'm not a Mexican, but it's like, I speak a second language. Of course, I'm going to mess up. I did grow up with a different type of media, so of course, I'm not going to get all the references. And actually, considering that I am studying for my citizenship exam, I know more about Mexico than you do. And also, because of how I look, I am always considered and treated like a tourist. I'm very much aware of how tourists act, so when I communicate with locals or interact with locals, I am aware of what they feel towards me, if that makes sense. It kind of hurts sometimes. I'm never, like, you never get to be like, walk by someone and just say, hi, good morning. Um, you're always trying to be sold stuff. I remember I went to a city about eight hours from here and they don't get tourists there. It is very much a Mexican town. And even though I look different, they didn't have that stigma, I guess, around tourists. They didn't view tourists as annoying, I guess, because they didn't have any tourists. And that was the first time I was actually told like, oh, good morning, hello, uh, when walking down the street. And I'm like, wow, this feels really, really nice. Because it's, it's hard to interact with the world that you live in when you are not considered someone that should be there, if that makes sense. Obviously, tourism is really, really good for the town, but it's raising the prices here and it's making people unable to afford to live here. So I understand what is behind what I look like. I understand the connections to where I am from. But yeah, it definitely hurts uh, trying super hard to be Mexican and trying to fit with the culture and to understand all these references. And no matter how hard you try, you're not going to be considered Mexican enough. And there's some people that say that, but there's also people when I tell them that I've lived here for 13 years, they're like, ah, it's fine, you're Mexican. And especially in the paddling world, especially like surfers and paddlers here, everyone is rooting for me to get my citizenship so I can represent Mexico. They don't want me to go to the United States. And also, I, whenever someone asks me where I'm from, I say Mexico because I grew up in Mexico. I am from Mexico, even though I was born in the United States. And I've, uh, whenever I meet Mexicans outside of Mexico, they're like, you're from Mexico, but where are you like actually from? So they can, they can tell that I am obviously clearly not Mexican. But when I went to Europe, they don't have like, obviously they're on a different part of the world, so they can't really tell the difference between like an American or a Mexican. Like they, they wouldn't be able to, to clock that you were a Mexican. They can only really do that because with your accent. But I was told after I told people that I was from Mexico, they're like, oh my God, your, your English accent is like really, really good. And then I had to be honest and tell them that I wasn't actually from Mexico. I was born in the United States, but I grew up in Mexico. So in the world of Mexico, I will never be considered fully Mexican, which I understand that I am not ever going to be fully Mexican, but I do believe I am more Mexican than American. But when I go to the United States and I talk to 
people from the United States, there is, I keep on saying this, a large disconnect because no one's going to understand how I grew up. No one's going to understand the tradition, the importance, and the childhood memories of being chased around by a bull with fireworks coming out of it to celebrate the Virgin of Guadalupe. Like, no one's going to understand that. It was also very much a relief when I went to my Europe trip that people didn't see me as American. They saw me as Mexican. And I think that was definitely a really nice confirmation of who I am and my identity because I definitely struggle with figuring out what side am I on, I should say. So when I went on my Europe trip and I was taking out my friends to the United States that I met on the trip, they saw me as Mexican. And that definitely helped me confirm my identity and really who I was. It felt nice. It felt really nice. <laughs> Especially because I said it before, growing up, I was not told, or I was told that I would never be Mexican enough. So being with people who actually viewed me as Mexican, even if they were from the United States, it was definitely really, really nice and helped me with my identity confirmation, I guess I should say. To conclude the podcast episode, I will summarize everything and kind of talk about how it helps me with my stand-up paddleboarding. I mentioned it at the beginning, but no matter what competition we go to, I'll pretty much always be able to communicate with someone. I, when I went to the Carolina Cup, I was able to communicate with Una Gordillo and everyone from the Spain group, and I was able to communicate with them, talk to them, and go training with them, and we'd be able to easily understand each other, even though we were from completely different continents. And then I was able to talk to David Liao, who, he's from Brazil. His main language is Portuguese, but he knows Spanish, because Portuguese is really similar to Spanish. And every once in a while, if he was struggling with English, he'd be able to talk to me in Spanish, and I'd be able to to translate it. That was a big thing growing up and still now. I am and forever will be my parents and and anyone I cross paths with translator. I will always be the translator for the person who does not speak Spanish or the person that does not speak English. On my Europe trip, I remember we went into a taxi, a friend of mine and I, and this guy, he spoke Italian, but he didn't speak English. So there was a little bit of a disconnect, but then I found out that he spoke Spanish. So either way, I was able to communicate in this completely different country with a language that we shared. And I think that's really special. And because Spanish is so similar to Italian and French and Portuguese that I can easily understand it. Not easily, there's some words that I don't get, but I can read Italian, I can read Portuguese, and I can kind of read French. And I really think that learning a, another language is such an incredible tool to be more aware of the world. And now I can relate to so many different people around the world just because of how I speak. I was able to maneuver around Spain just fine when I visited Spain and also additional to that I had a lot of teachers growing up who were Spanish so I can easily understand the accent even if it's a lot different than the Mexican accent. Knowing Spanish and growing up in the Latin Americas it definitely opened me up to so many new possibilities and opportunities including the possibility to be able to communicate with so many people in the paddling world. So yeah I think that is all for this episode episode. It's definitely a big topic. It's a big part of my life. And again, I love talking about it. It's super fun. Thank you so much for listening. If you listened all the way to the end, again, thank you so much. I would love if you could... I don't know, maybe rate the podcast wherever you're on. If you're on YouTube, you could like it, you could comment. If you're on Apple or on Spotify, you could maybe, possibly, if you want, I'm not forcing anyone to give me five stars, but if you want to give me five stars, I'd be very, very happy. 
and I'll give you a little kiss on the cheek. Or I could give you a hug. Choice is yours. But anyways, I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.